god, no! No, that was such a good intro! No! No! Right, so now, we have to, now we have to have this conversation again and act no! like it never... I hit the preview. I hit the go live on the stream labs. I didn't hit the the okay. I hit start streaming, but I didn't hit the oh the, the last one. I was at the finish line. Oh, me and John were talking like assholes for three minutes with ourselves. Welcome to another one for week of Zombros action. Well, episode one hundred sixty. Uh, yeah. So I guess Happy Father's Day. We moved it from yesterday. Yay. Um, darn. All that enthusiasm's gone. Welcome. Welcome to this wonderful week. I'm Rad Austin 27, your host, and Johnny J25 across the pond, returning from Paris. How you doing, John? Uh, I, so I don't know how you're going to cut this. I can give my whole I'm suffering spiel again. Yeah, I guess um, you should. I, yeah, I can't because I don't have the other recording. So yeah, go ahead and suffer again. Uh, I'm currently suffering from success right now, minus the success. So I'm really just suffering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I got it. Got in for Paris. Lots of lots of flying jet lag early mm -hmm. flights little sleep uh but because we're in show business the show must go on so here we are now mm -hmm. uh but i'm i'm doing this for you guys because i care always always i'm a little uh what is it? i'm a little more non-jet lagged uh i i make sure now to give myself plenty of breathing time on traveling since traveling has been such an awful awful uh, experience and i've been able to go i just got back from atlanta myself and it was wonderful even though my plane got diverted i had two near misses they something on my airport uh their systems wouldn't allow them to land under 200 feet so they had to use the 500 feet and they didn't have visibility from 500 feet so we twice were coming down coming down coming down the pilot's like nope and we're and everyone on board's like oh that's pretty scary he's like all right here we go again nope, we're getting diverted an hour and a half the wrong way i'm like ah so besides that though it was uh you know i i, I think I, I like traveling a lot more john but i don't like your traveling your traveling is horrible all right. You were just describing to me like how you get maybe two to three hours of sleep. You just like, I, I don't know how you do it. You, no, you that wasn't, no, this wasn't intentional. Um, uh -huh. This was literally my only option. Like the game was, the game was at 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The latest flight out of Paris was, I think, at like 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. So there, there was no, there was no getting a later flight. So I had to do a morning flight, but I also had work the next day. So I basically just did the earliest flight out of Paris, um, which then puts you in a weird predicament where the game is done at 10 mm -hmm. and then you got to leave for the airport at like 2.33 ish, you know, like you don't have much time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, I tr try to never travel like this. It's just, it was just oh. kind of Whoa. bad timing and bad luck. Yeah, know? I hate to see that like, at this level, John. I know you hate to see it, but you know, sometimes you don't have a choice. Like, mm -hmm. like last time I flew, you know, I, I flew in Sunday morning mm -hmm. and then I had all of Sunday to rest. Well, until we did the show, but that was like enough time. Right. But today it was like fly in. I think I maybe got about an hour and a half or so of rest and then Oof. I had to go to work. Oh, oh. And, you know, the fun part about the real world is that you can't just be like, yeah, I'm not going into work. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't yep. do that. 
No, instead uh, you have so a you, very you, unproductive you, work day. <laughs> uh, you, you drink a lot of coffee yeah. and you, you, you just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, today's topics, we're going to dive into uh, Black Ops 1 PC not working and fix the title. So if you still have the old title, my bad. I had like 12 people complain about the title in the chat again. Hurt my feelings. Nothing new there on the internet. They're like, ah, I, w- I wish Johnny J would stream because he always had better titles. So, John, I hope that you feel wonderful. Um, that is one of my weak suits. I just can't do titles. It's one of the worst things ever. So I did a clickbaity title. Uh, not It's actually not clickbait, but it, I did more of the sensationalized. Like, I read it as, why doesn't BO1 PC Zombies work anymore? And that's typical YouTube titles, uh, especially if you read them that way. That's uh, how they go. So we're going to hit that topic. We are going to talk about Google Stadia. We wanted to talk about that from E3 last week because that may change the entire... Uh, gaming industry in a very profound way and they've been they partnered with ubisoft and all sorts of other major uh developers and publishers so they're trying to be the netflix of gaming industry and that's going to be interesting especially when we have so many different launchers and subscription models right now i think all those things will be fun to dive into because johnny you very much enjoyed the idea of streaming services and i'm i'm more opposed to that yeah, but we'll you get are so that. you are so anti this and i really don't understand it well we're, um, we're gonna debate it get your, don't get worry your we're topic, talking yeah get your topics into for topic time yes get get your topic time in please uh if you don't get your topics into topic time you're gonna get murdered or throw punch by johnny J. he'll, he'll come there he'll, uh, maybe he'll throw punch actually. your grandma it'll hurt even worse it'll no, be no murder is actually promised but do get your topics in <laughs> All right. Zombros, um, Zombros podcast is officially an anti-murder podcast. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Despite despite previous threats of murder. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know where John's going with this, and uh, I'm just going to say I don't condone any of his actions. So, welcome to, uh, I think we'll dive into the PC topic first, just to dispel all the panic, and then I do want to share a fun story from Atlanta. Maybe you have a fun story from Paris, and then we'll get into it, all the other uh, little debates and topics about something I've already out. So, oh, but CJ, before we get into that, CJ Cavi says, just got his wisdom teeth pulled in so much pain, Zombro should make it better. Absolutely! And boy, did you not get the good stuff? I got lucky. I only had one tooth actually pulled. I had my wisdom tooth pulled uh, not like a month ago, in April, two months ago now. And, uh, man, really easy process. Everything worked out really well. I didn't even get put out. I actually, did I tell this on the show that I had the, the, yeah, I think I did that I was the first time ever I asked for less of the laughing gas. Everyone's always like more high, get me higher, get me higher. And I was like, oh no, I'm good. I'm good. And the doctor had to take time out of his, uh, out of the procedure to be like, I have never once had anybody asked me for less. This is, this is a career moment for me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> y'all, a bunch, y'all a bunch of babies. I had chips. I had chips the, the, that day. I had five wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, and chips. oh, oh. And some I mean, might say five. With, That's crazy. I was, eating them with, I was eating them with the front of my mouth, not yeah. the back of my mouth, of course. John's a was, rebel. Was, That's all I'm hearing. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. The classic Chico the dog or Chico the dog. You've been here forever, my man. And you still love grief forever, my man. And I'm still going to disagree with you, my man. Grief is so bad. Do, rumors, do you like grief, of, John? Re, yeah, I like the idea of grief. I don't like the execution of grief. I, I can agree with you. I grief. can agree with you. I can also agree with that, actually. Somewhere uh, grief rumor, was the best. Rumor has it that, that grief and turned are slated to come back. I don't know if you caught those rumors. I did not. Well, that's something good to talk about. Do you have more than uh, that? 
no, basically just uh, potential data miners might have suggested that they're coming back or something like that. Um, this just caught my radar earlier this week, and it just mm -hmm. I just remembered that it's not even in our list of topics, so it could just be a quick brief thing to touch on. It's like, yeah. I don't know if exactly it's coming back. Um, I guess it's rumored now, but I feel like a lot of shit is rumored. Yeah, now. that keeps happening. So grief and... Grief and Turned, I guess, are slated to come back. Okay. Turned, I, you know, I really don't, I don't know. Turned, I don't really care. Grief, I'd imagine that if they're going to do Grief, they're going to do Grief a little bit smarter. I think mm -hmm. they'll go, oh, well, now you don't have Jug to even take away. So maybe you just restrict the players. Oh, yeah, you could easily just restrict the player's health with your current set of, um, you know, modifiers and stuff mutations and you could even incorporate mutations into how you grief other players yeah that could field. be yeah especially if you have all you got to do is put friendly fire on and the whole game is very different <laughs> well a friendly fire is not a good idea because the game shouldn't end by me just shooting you to right death. not that quick but like you can if they can modify friendly fire in a way where it does impact the other players um, maybe sort of like the knife did where, you know, how the butterflies would come out and you could slowly move people and try and push them off ledges and stuff in grief mode. But it, it just yeah. gotta be faster, man. Grief mode was so slow and it just became four player survival or two V two survival or four on four survival. Cause no one would just end up die. If you had good enough players, there was no way that like talent beats talent inside grief mode. There was no real competition talent, to it. Talent beat talent in like a game of cell block. The problem with the problem okay. with grief. Yeah, I give you cell block again. Yes, cell block was the I I don't know if it was the perfect execution of grief, but it was as close to perfect as we could have gotten. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. a map that was shitty for grief was buried because buried they gave you so much space to work with that both teams could just set up on parts of the map with like jug and camp and shit or do whatever and just mm -hmm. play like normal. And that game could go on forever. Um, mm -hmm. I think you really you really need to strip down the players to their bare bones and force it to be game of skill because cell block was tight yeah you know it was small you didn't have juggernauts so there wasn't much room for error like mm. if this was like a two or three hit system and you could die really quickly yep then then the dynamic of it changes the the toughest part about i think cell block grief though or what where it fell flat was sometimes you'd find yourself in a situation where everybody died and then you found yourself in an endless loop. Yeah, of, no one could get back up on on their. Nobody feet. could get their. Nobody could get their footing back. So there might be a ten to fifteen minute period where you just keep dying and restarting the round three or four times. Um, and then maybe eventually somebody will get their footing in the round one. And until then, Jesus, Jesus, John, you all right? Is everything yeah, okay just, out there? Are you a vicious drunk? Over, <laughs> I just accidentally knocked over a bunch of water bottles. Oh, that's um, nice. That sounded like glass, though. Uh, there's glass and water bottles. My roommate gotcha. has um, built up a little collection of them on the dresser that I'm using as a desk because um, you get 25 cents when you return them at the grocery store. That's what they do here. Oh, nice. And I accidentally leaned on the dresser too much and caused it to tilt. Um, yeah, so that's why a few water bottles fell, and then you could just hear the clanging of a few of the glass bottles. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so like grief... I don't know. Maybe maybe they can set a thing where it's like if teams mm. if teams just die three times in a row, then yeah. set it to a last man standing. Sure, they got to have some sort of sudden death, like a Super Mario feature, where just yeah, like it's like, going to be decided very quickly right now, and that would be yeah. really fun. Sudden, yeah. Or if um, 
maybe after 30 minutes of grief. Oh, uh, that's still a lot. All right, fine. Maybe after 20 minutes of grief. Okay. The, the game, the game starts to every minute impose a new restriction on the players. Until yeah. there's a lot like you enter. So, so let's say 20 minutes of grief has passed mm-hmm. and then you enter sudden death mode. Mm-hmm. Then in sudden death mode, every minute, a new restriction. So maybe every minute you lose a perk. Um, and then every minute you, uh, your guns get unpack a punched or, uh, you lose like half your money or suddenly your health is reduced or maybe, yeah, maybe every minute you lose one little notch of health. Yeah. This sounds like a, like a- Excellent combination of mutations, gauntlets, and you could even throw in blackouts like uh, closing the circle as well, forcing all the grief people together in like a small area. Yeah, do that. Close off like uh, yeah. think like in uh, Exo Zombies when different parts of the yep. room would get. You don't even have to just use the little barriers that you set up from uh, from uh, what's it called uh, gauntlet mode. You know, yeah, like totally just like give people give people an opportunity to outplay the their opponent. Yeah, I think I think thirty minutes is a good amount of time. I don't want it to be too short that every game True. just automatically gets decided by sudden death. Mm-hmm. And maybe thirty minutes is a good. I to me yeah. that feels like yeah, yeah, thirty thirty would be like the too long. I would like a game to go twenty minutes, but if we're getting the sudden death feature at thirty minutes, that makes sense. Yeah, and then once sudden death kicks in, the games should be over in like three minutes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's, I'm behind all those ideas. Solid ideas. As for as for turned. Is there any where, where do you land on turned? Uh, it just wasn't gripping. I've played it a few times. Sometimes it was fun. Sometimes it wasn't. I remember playing with Noah about a few years back as well. Noah, I'm too pro for you, and it's fun. But then it starts coming down to the ping, and just that's that's what's the difference between where you're like you're certain you hit somebody. I think I played with Quinn too. I think it was me, Adam, Quinn playing with him potentially, and it was just it, it wasn't it wasn't truly addicting. It was just you know. It was fun for a little bit. So I, I wonder how you amp up turned in a way that doesn't feel. I mean, I, I guess you could do like if you just copy Left 4 Dead special effected thing. There's so many catalyst zombies now that if you could play as all the different catalyst zombies, I feel like that might be the flavor of the week you're you're looking for inside uh, turn to make it more interesting. Yeah, that could work. I don't know. I always felt like the zombies were too hard to kill and turned. Mm hmm. Like, obvious, I don't know, like, I felt like sometimes I just didn't even stand a chance. Like, they were just going to get me. Definitely in like certain locations. Yeah, yep, definitely, definitely. Um, like, obviously, you didn't want the zombies to die as, as quickly as they do in a normal game. Sure. But, I don't know, it just felt too, they were a little too strong. And that just kind of, I think, ruined the balance of the game. Yeah, I think they were too strong for average players and too weak for the best players. Because you see clips from like Relaxing End back in the day, and he could just go undefeated. Like no one, no one even get a chance because he'd be able to start getting the monkey bomb drops and getting those like endless cycles, basically. And then he would be just no one could even touch him by the end of the game. So it, it always felt unbalanced to me. And I guess zombies isn't a game. Unbalanced is even the wrong word. Just maybe it is. It, it always felt like. If we get the skill, so grief might have really not a test of skill. Turned is a, is a good test of skill, and it's so easy to just absolutely squash other people when you have a fast connection and you're really good at the game. Mm-hmm. Would be my feedback, I guess. If uh, if grief and t- I, I don't know if I could ever see turn being an 
actual competitive game mode, more just like a, a fun yeah. competitive game mode. More like a party mode. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think grief, grief, or turned has its place as a party mode, but do you think grief could have its place as a competitive mode and say a, uh, a, Z- a ZWL? Potentially. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh. I guess the demons are inside me today. My fault. Um, mm, potentially. It, it all. It, they're more creative than us, John. I mean, we went to Treyarch Studios and we, they basically said, like, every good idea you have, our, our designers have, and just, you know. I, they're smarter than me. I I can't imagine they're not smarter than me in, in many respects. So I want to see them do stuff I can't anticipate inside grief to make the game mode something engaging. Like you've argued before that they took a map that no one wanted five. They took on that challenge and tried to make it better. Arguably, they made it better in some ways. And I, I actually, I think they made five a better map, truly, from BO1, because I don't even touch that map. It just didn't deliver to other expectations. So, uh, you know, that, that, that story. Yeah, story that story aside, stuff. So take, exactly, that's what I'm trying to get at. I, I take think, story I aside. You, you can't judge the quality of a map, I think, based on the story. And let me rephrase that. You can't yeah. judge the quality of the map as a gameplay experience based on the story. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. And I, I'd um, say the gameplay can, experience can, is much better in Classified than it was 5. Oh, I think a lot better. Like you can you can review the map as a whole and incorporate everything from the story to the mm-hmm. gameplay to the aesthetics to the sound, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it's unfair to the gameplay to, if you really aren't on board to the the story to to poo poo the map. I'm just resetting up the gameplay there for a second. Sorry, I had a oh, quick okay. change. That's all. Yeah. No. No. I, I, that's a fair assessment. So anyway, let's talk about the topic of the video today. Uh, Black Ops 1 mods, people, lo- or bleh, Black Ops PC, uh, having server connectivity issues. I used to have this bug every now and then, especially when I was using binded commands. Uh, you try to connect to the servers and you get this bubble that just keeps going and says connect. Actually, I can get it up. I can show everybody on stream, so I'm going to do that. Um, I'll show you what you see when you log in now. So let's go down to... OBS, and we have a nice little recording for anybody that is not uh, sure what people are talking about. Here we go. Here we go. This is me loading up my Steam, and on Steam, I get Black Ops load it. There you go. And we go down to Zombies, and normally I've gotten this bug before. You just restart Steam, and you're all good. Uh, but we're going to get this endless cycle of connecting. Uh, I guess endless is the wrong terminology. Uh, it always errors out, rather. You'll never connect through. And if error, the call to Black Ops server is not available at the time. Please try again later or visit Black Ops status for updates. So, as the very rational zombie community always does their due diligence, uh, they figured out that this was definitely not intentional. Uh, oh, oh, no, they didn't. Oh, excuse me. No, instead, they freaked out immediately and said they were closing the servers and Treyarch has forsaken us and Black Ops 1 Zombies is dead forever. We're never going to be able to play it again. Our lives are over. Uh, curse Call of Duty Zombies, Rip Zombies, LOL Raffle Copter. Pretty sure that this was the guy, response. Sky is falling, Reed. But to be fair, it was only about two hours ago that the PC dev told us that they were just aware, made aware of the bug and the problem, and they're going to try and fix it. So it sounds different than GK, as everyone loves to complain about GK, that it's its own separate thing. They didn't even know this was a problem, and hopefully we'll still be able to play 
are Call of Duty Black Ops 1 zombies. The, the frustration to me is you can't play solo, so that would be the most annoying thing, is like, I want to play no clip and do stuff solo still in zombies, but in the same breath, people have fixes for it. I've already done the fix. It's super easy. You go to config and you just copy paste uh, binded keys for all the function keys, F1 through F11, and you can load every map at a touch of a button. If you accidentally hit it, though, you'll get knocked out of your game immediately. But that's actually faster to load into zombie games now by binding those keys. So if they do fix this, I might have gotten a free way to get in games faster that I never even thought was possible or even knew about. So I think that's a positive. Take the good omens and the silver lining right there. That that, that makes me a little bit happy about how everything went uh, transpired, I guess. And hopefully it gets fixed at the very least. The biggest bummer is if they do shut down servers because it doesn't make sense financially for them to keep them up, if that's the case, is I don't get to play Black Ops 1 with friends without going through a bunch of hoops. And that's a big bummer to me on PC because we can play those mods like a Fury's Temple or... There was a Shinonuma one Rizzo made, I believe, a gun mod. There was a gun game mod. There's all kinds of still cool things on BO1 that you'd want to play co-op that if they shut down the servers, we won't get to anymore. So that'll be that'll be a pain. Well, there's going to come a day when those servers do come down, and that's just going to be how it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I can't currently play Black Ops 1 on PC just because of my current state of a setup. Mm -hmm. However, yeah, I guess if like if this isn't fixed by the time I come home, yeah, I won't have a way to play and record Black Ops One. I mean, I guess I could dig up the old like 360 and and like the PBR mm -hmm. or not the PBR. No, I could use it. Elgato, you could, but I mean, you, you don't um, have to go through that. There, all you you would rather just go in your config, dude, and you just paste a couple lines and change some stuff. It's the same way you yeah. put no clip in it. It's not worth digging up all the other stuff, and especially you're gonna get 720p quality, so it's it's just not worth it. Unless I'm you do sure. the Xbox backwards compatibility, actually. Um, so, I'm actually not entirely sure where my Xbox is sitting. Actually, no, I do know where it is. Do you have an Xbox One? Yeah, you had to for ExoZombies, or you came in late to that? Yeah, I have an Xbox One. I used okay. it for one ExoZombies DLC, and it's kind of since been a glorified dust collector. Nice. Um, I bought Titanfall 2 for it, but I didn't play it much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, my Xbox One was very seldom used. Mm -hmm. uh, JMMJ0103, we'll get to that in the stadia debate because this is one of the prime reasons i have issues with it all but just to touch on it he goes this is why local based games should never require online connectivity it doesn't it does baffle me to play solo pc zombies that you have to be online like that type of stuff just just is such a head shake to me because uh you know many reasons we'll get into the stadia debate all right um, well, we almost lived in a dark future where the Xbox One required almost always online. Yeah. How that blew yeah. up in Xbox's face. Horribly, and they never recovered. They absolutely never recovered from that bad PR on their launch. Not just that one. There were like five things in that PR storm, but that yeah, was one of the... that was one of the big ones by far. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's the, the big PC debate that everybody got very, very upset about, or PC issue, the current flavor of issues of the week for Call of Duty Zombie Community. It's not really a bad one, because hopefully it'll be fixed, and even if it's not fixed, we have workarounds, but the only sad part might be is not being able to play with other people without going through even more obnoxious workarounds. Yeah, but not the, the end of the world. Yeah, always is, always is on the internet. Nobody, nobody can have a good time anymore. But that's okay, because uh, let's... Uh, Let's talk about Stadia for a second, all right? So okay. Google Stadia is an absolutely terrific idea, man. 
the pitch and everything I've seen, and I believe Ubisoft has even has partnered with them, and I think multiple different developers now are copying the subscription services for just like a Netflix, where they're like, you can get our games only exclusively through our subscription, our Ubisoft Pass, or whatever it might be online. So we're finding more and more people love the idea of exclusivity for their own first-party stuff, just like Netflix has gathered and marked. Like, Netflix proved this works. And then you have Disney copying them with their Disney streaming service that's launching, and then there's a DC streaming service that's launching, and on and on and on. So the gaming industry is now catching up and being like, now we need our own subscription streaming services. So Google Stadia says, here we go. We're going to put all the latest equipment on an off-site server, just like John talked about in previous weeks, saying this is what I want. No matter where you are, as long as you have an internet connection, you're going to be able to play the highest quality games on any screen possible. They showed a live demonstration. You go to your phone, to your computer, to your TV. Instantly, you're able to continue exactly where you left off playing a video game, which is really cool. There's, There's no denying how interesting the concept is and furthermore it's not just a concept they've they've already done a bunch of proven tests and and live demos they're through beta access this thing is launching in november this isn't one of those pipe dreams years from now i was really surprised when i read november 2019 launch i was like oh shoot that's like three months four months away yeah it's right around the corner a little closer than that but it feels like a next year kind of thing or two years from now kind of thing but Mm -hmm. no it's like it's here um, I don't know if the internet connections are here, but the, the product is here. Here, well, the speeds, though, are pretty remarkable for what they're claiming you'll be able to play the highest quality in. So I'll try and get that infographic up as well in a moment. But what furthers this interesting debate as well is you pay a subscription, right? And then you also get a buddy pass if you get a founder edition. I think it's 129 bucks to buy this to get a founder edition. The controller is key because you need to use the one controller for everything across all their... Uh, screens for it to work but you still have to buy new games this isn't like i buy netflix and then they would want me in addition for movies they don't get rights to i could play it on google but i'd have to buy it so it's still good in the sense that hey guess what I can play it across all the platforms. That's something I think you would value very much, John. It's like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to buy it anyway for PlayStation 4. Why won't I buy it for Google Stadia and be able to play it on my phone? Like, yeah, uh, sure, I'll do that. Um, but other people were very much hoping it was going to be a Netflix model where I pay $10 a month and I have access to every major game in the AAA industry and have a massive backwards compatibility library so I don't have to rebuy all my Sly Cooper games and all my Super Smash games and all that type of stuff. Not the case. I don't even think Nintendo games are going to be partnered at all because Nintendo's very, very protective of their first party uh, games. So I'll be someone check and correct me on whether or not any Nintendo games will be making their way over there. It's going to be mainly like Assassin's Creed was is constantly their big uh, show off that they can walk in, play it on their phone go over to another monitor it's basically you're just streaming to a monitor where whatever size monitor you're streaming to what to a game from some off-site where they have all these servers and all this excellent hardware to stream it to you in excellent conditions it makes i I, I do know about the xbox pass as well uh jc it makes sense though that you're not like i i think i think everybody who and and this was actually my original conception of the uh of the product 
-hmm. but now that you say it out loud, I think it makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Why, even though you're paying $10 a month, you don't just get like every game from every AAA studio Mm -hmm. for free. Like, I understand now why you still need to buy the pass because think about that. The entire industry needs to split $10. Or whatever yeah. the subscription is. I actually don't know what the subscription is, but I was no, just it is, a it, it, it is actually nine ninety nine. It is nine ninety nine a month? Yeah, like like that almost seems too good to be true, you know? Yes, very much so. Like 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 you mean to tell me that that EA, Ubisoft, mm-hmm. Nintendo well not Nintendo, but yeah, let's I, just I, say for the sake of yeah. example. Let's say yeah. every major studio is on this. Yes. Ubisoft, two K, EA, Microsoft, Nintendo sony's originals you know everything Mm -hmm. was all of them are going to have to split your ten dollars a month Mm -hmm. there'd be no money in the game there'd be there there wouldn't be enough money to go around Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. even with i think millions of subscribers yep you know it still yes like they're used they're used to getting a full sixty dollars from you Mm -hmm. not say five percent of your ten dollars a month you know and i'd even argue that's the same problem with spotify right i think avici talked no, well, about even, even spotify spotify has the same exact issue where yes they're not profitable yep. even with their like they don't pay artists very much nothing nothing um, they get pennies to the yeah. millions of yeah, playbacks artists get, artists get pennies and it's not because spotify's cheap but because they literally can't afford to give any more like they're still not profitable even after terrible payout rates mm-hmm. so of course google stadia would have the same exact problem that spotify has and the simple solution to that problem is say you're not actually paying for the games you're paying for the ability to play your games everywhere which is a hell mm-hmm. of a promise that has never existed before Yes. So I think like, you know, $10 a month to, because, because you know what, that actually sounds perfect to me right now. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, my internet connection's so shit that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Or I probably wouldn't be able to, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't have my PC with me. My laptop can play some games, but it definitely can't play black ops four. Mm-hmm. If I can just open up. Uh, well, I loved when I read, open up a Google Chrome tab and just go to stadia.com and you can play. Yeah. Um, you know, that's so easy. I could easily do that. I could do that, you know, you said on my phone, you could do that on the airplane. Maybe if you buy the in-flight Wi-Fi and it's good enough. Mm-hmm. So I have the speeds for you so you can figure out. Um, like I fucking I fucking love playing my Switch on airplanes. Imagine if I could just mm-hmm. buy the in-flight Wi-Fi and play uh, anything. Yeah. And just pull up my laptop, play anything. So let's get to more. Um, you, the... you know, you won't even you won't even need to upgrade your PC hardware anymore. No, in theory, too. that's the argument. Every computer is suddenly a gaming PC. And, you, you know, know like my, mm-hmm. my PC struggles with uh, Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. So I never even installed Black Ops 4 because I'm like, well, if I have a hard time with Black Ops 3, I probably can't play Black Ops 4 very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've had it in the back of my head that I should upgrade my PC mm-hmm. so that I can play Black Ops 4 on it. Well, but now I wouldn't have to, you know, I can just stream it. And there's another token. I totally totally understand why we still need to pay for our games and I'm okay with it. Fair. And they also had another promotional point that because they can upgrade their systems so fast, it allows developers to keep making games by pushing the hardware faster and faster and using the latest technologies. So it's also good for the developers. No longer longer do you have to... I didn't make this point now, but I made that point on the show a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Now you don't have to wait seven years for the next generation of consoles you know like mm-hmm. say, say we were in the development of transit and they were like shit the current state of hardware isn't good enough for transit so we need to dumb down the map mm-hmm. no you don't need to dumb down the map you just need to maybe request more hardware allocation from google 
It's all fair points. So here on screen, I've had it for a little bit. Stadia supports a range of resolutions. So the recommended minimum is 10 megabits per second, and that'll give you uh, 60 FPS stereo. If you get up to 20, that'll give you 1080p, HDR, 60 FPS, and 5.1 surround sound. And to get your 4K gaming, you need at least 35 megabits per second. Is it megabits or is it another word? Terminology. I I think it is, I think it is megabits. It, it, I think it is megabits too, but uh, there's, yeah, megabits there's, per second. there's another thinking, terminology. I might be messing up. Are you thinking gigabits? No, 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 no. No, these they're all M- MBPS, which is incredible to me that it's I mean that that's based around the basic minimums a lot of people have around the United States to get those to I, I'm very curious if they can nail for, it sounds at 35 me. are you kidding me like i'm pretty sure i have 400 down right now i it sounds too good to be true that I, with only 35 i can play 4k hdr 60 fps i think though for a lot of people um because i think your internet is the exception mm-hmm. that you know those numbers are actually really good and i'm actually impressed yeah um but i think for a lot of people it's, it's like back in the day when you couldn't use the phone when you're on yep. the internet yep it's like you're probably not going to be able to do anything else right now while you're playing Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. And that's just because ISPs are really giving people shitty downloads. Well, that gets into one of the big feedback problems is there's a 65 hour of 4K gameplay. That's a limit of how much data you can use per month, I believe it is. So every month, Google says you can only use a terabyte of data to play your games. So, John, if you really like a game and you play for more than 65 hours in 4K gaming, you're done. You just can't play any more games for the rest of the month until next month comes around. That's a big hardware limitation of Stadia uh, I see coming up in in the future for what's going on, especially if people like... That's, That's how many hours a day? Can I play? That's like two hours a day. Yeah. And do you think <laughs> uh, hardcore gamers play for less than two hours a day? Oh, man. Oh, man. The gamers are really getting to rise up if they can only play two hours a day. So on top of that, um, you have X or yes, Xbox is right. Microsoft, as JC was pointing out in chat, they have their own competing subscription uh, software and subscription program they launched quite a while ago, and they're continuing to push that further in the industry. So they're going to probably keep their titles to themselves and away from Google Stadia unless they get a, a fat enough check, but they would want Halo Infinite to be exclusive to, in, to entice people to buy their streaming service. So now we're going to still have a war that but then again, Google can dump in tons of money and even operate at a loss until they outlast the other streaming service potentially and have Stadia uh, just survive until everyone's like, oh, this is so easy and convenient. I'm going to use this. So that might be one of Google's plans. But there's going to definitely be some sort of exclusivity war for the newest generation of streaming where gaming's going. Like we had exclusivities well, for consoles just like in the past. It's just yeah, an evolution exactly. of the console war. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Now we're doing it in streaming I, I services. I your biggest concern has been monopolization of games. Yeah, well, monopolization of games and just not having internet access. Like you just said, like, most oh, yeah. people well, don't internet, have internet, internet access. access. It's, it, internet it's bullshit. Access is going to be a whole different thing. I want to play my game um, unrestricted. Like, it's it's tough when I let's, can... Let's think mm-hmm. think for the future, though. In the future, when... Let's go 10 years down the line when mm-hmm. internet access is everywhere, we'll say, and everybody has gigabit internet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know ISPs really love to drag their feet, but compare your internet connection now to what it was, like, back when you were younger. Yep. You know, um, like I, I think it's a it's a very contemporary problem. Internet access, 
but the but I do like the idea that that Google and Microsoft are each making their own service because that's going to force Google's hand to raise their limit. If say Microsoft is like oh, 65 hours, we're offering 300 hours. Mm. Um, and I think I think this I think the hours thing is also a contemporary problem or because so new. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that number will increase dramatically as time goes on. No way, no way in hell Google could pitch to gamers. Yeah, we'll let you play two hours a day. At 4K, though. See, I, I'm, that number goes up way more. If they're playing 720, 60 FPS, yeah. it's probably somewhere north of 150, 200 hours, if not more. Oh, so probably. Which, which still, though, might not be enough. Because you know, you know, yeah, if, for MMOs, theory, MOBAs, professional gamers, streamers. In theory, I want to get to the point where I can just play twenty four seven. In theory, that would yeah. be the, that would be the perfect system for Google. Sure, I think they're I think they're just running into a potential hardware limitation mm-hmm. that will be solved as time goes on. As long as it's profitable. Yeah, that too. Um, like I, I, I would imagine it as like an early investor kind of problem. You know, yeah, it, it def- this is bleeding early, edge to early me adopter still. Kind of problem. Yeah, I, this is this is all very new. I'm still mm-hmm. shocked that it's launching in November. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I almost, might buy I it just to to see how this all goes and cover the launch of it all, the drawbacks and and how they do everything. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if like come October they're like, yeah, it's actually not coming in November. It's coming in February. That's how like surprised. I but I hope it works. He was out. very adamant in all of his E3 interviews. He constantly kept repeating, "It's coming this year." Every time, yeah, like know. somebody would say, just like you, be like, "Yeah, yeah, and coming soon." He's like, "No, no, <laughs> it's coming this year. Be prepared. We're through testing. This isn't a, a pitch. It's real." And I was just like, "I hope damn, so." I don't know. There's damn. just a, I just don't believe it because yeah. it just seems. I don't know. I always, I always like knew this was coming, mm-hmm. but I always felt in the back of my head, I'm like, "Yeah, this is a." This is a next decade kind of thing. You know, like I'll wait till we're in the actual 2020s to <laughs> realistically expect game streaming. Yeah. It is going to impact your internet data. So if that's a problem. Uh, uh, well, if, IS, if ISPs limit people, depending on yeah. how your, your bandwidth gets limited, that could be a problem. Too. So, yeah. So that goes back into if you're playing your video game, right? And your ISP is just like, hey, fuck that. You've used up all your data for the month. We're going to slow down everything else. And you have multiple people, too, because what the other concern is, if you, do you have to maintain 20 megabytes at all times? Because some people, they're going to have that dip for a second. What happens to the gameplay? What happens? Yeah, I, think, I think what happens to the gameplay is that the um, the resolution would just drop briefly. They, they I'm sure they built there's no way in how they didn't build in buffers and stuff to anticipate that. Sure, but now you got to work on the latency problem. If that's buffering and you're jumping through the resolutions, the latency, the latency, the latency to me is going to be key because that's mm-hmm. the part that I'm most skeptical on. Mm-hmm. I'll be very interested to see whether or not they can nail the latency. Mm-hmm. I hope they. I mean, I'm sure they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't launch it. Right. That's got to be the biggest problem they're trying to crack. Because it's like, so I'm going to hit a button and that's going to go into my PC and then that's going to be sent to some server across the world and then it's going to come back to me mm-hmm. all in a blink of an eye. It's crazy to me. They must be delaying, somehow delaying like the gameplay. I can't even use <laughs> with perfect latency. What was Use what? You cut out there for a second. I can't even like play off of my Elgato with yes. like perfect latency. Yeah, and that's directly and, wired and, into and everything. You want to tell me that that I could stream with perfect latency? Yeah. So I, I, it, it just it, it all seems too good to be true. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, no way they launched November. Mm-hmm. 
like even with the restrictions of two hours a month at 4k yeah i'm just so concerned of how it's all going to go about needing to be always online and then what repercussions it's going to have for a household that uses a lot of internet especially with no regulation on uh how much uh consumers are entitled well, to maybe maybe we can even find ourselves in a situation like netflix where you know netflix allows you to download movies yeah well, maybe Stadia will allow you download games like, yeah download your games for offline well, that, that's the microsoft model that i was just made aware of in chat they're not actually a streaming service but they just let you download games uh for whatever their subscription is very much like psn plus i mean i love what playstation has done with their stuff we get thousands. You pay 50 bucks a year and you get thousands of dollars of games for free per year. Not all of them are guaranteed to be games you're interested in or guaranteed to be good. But, I mean, Call of Duty multiple times is free this year. Borderlands, the Handsome Jack collection, and the DLC, free. I mean, game after game, I always log in and it, it, it blows my mind. And to see how cheap games have gotten, too. I think I talked to you about this. When's the last time? Obviously not recently because you're in Germany. But you walk into Walmarts and especially you're going to have like tariffs and crap. International games are always expensive, more expensive typically. But I walk into Walmarts and I'm seeing games 33 bucks, 20 bucks to sell the physical copies because a we can't move physical copies almost everyone downloads things digitally these days it's i think it's i believe it's a 70 30 split right now that 70 percent of consumers or 70 percent of games purchased in 2018 were digital so that's how much it has swung as in 2013 i believe it was the opposite it was 70 percent were physical and 30 percent were digital but that makes sense because the industry has evolved to a digital model especially with xbox uh xbox's program and playstation's program and their stores evolving in such an easier way and then you have all the pc stuff with epic games and pcs being uh, by that i mean all the different launchers that are coming out i mean we have a battle.net launcher we have an epic launcher we have a steam launcher everyone's finding more ways to get games in the hands of consumers because it's such a massive industry now it, it's yeah. crazy well, it's I crazy can't, i can't I, I haven't gone digital on my ps4 yet just because mm -hmm hardware space or hard drive space on the ps4 just sure. never enough yeah especially when blackout shops like 20 gigabyte patches oh, it's terrible but um the switch is for me i've gone all digital mm -hmm. i mean I, I have three physical games and they were the first games i bought mm -hmm. odyssey breath of the wild and smash all great um i honestly wish i bought all of them digital because every game i bought in after that which is everything from like rocket league the tetris 99 to mario kart to uh snipper clips to fifa all that's digital um mm -hmm. i've gone with the exception of the first three games i bought all digital on the switch yo pale fry I, just gave I us love a, the, go ahead, i love the convenience the of that you were i just like the convenience of that yeah. i don't have to move the cartridges pulled out of the cases but i'm back you were yeah saying? yeah um i agree with that too and i've gone digital with a lot of my playstation stuff as well um especially because actually just to add on a little bit before i get into pale fry's excellent comment here and rebuttal to our thoughts because uh, we're just spitballing off the top of our heads I, I love the fact that like I'd order some pre-order something on Amazon and I and I wouldn't get it until I don't know seven eight p.m. at night. Sometimes I get delivered so late, like a spiral collection, and made me go digital because I get it as soon as it releases at twelve oh one. I can purchase like the spiral remastered instead of supporting Amazon to get a physical copy. I normally like the special editions of physical copies for some games. Some it's complete bullshit and they're just giving you plastic, just trying to upsell you on stuff. But every now and then you get something really cool, a collector edition for a game series that you really, really hey, love. My mystery box is not bullshit. 
Uh-huh. So my my screaming box full of skeletons that <laughs> when they enter my room is not bullshit. John, are you into uh some some weird stuff, John? John, you want to talk that about is, that shit is practical. Absolutely. Absolutely practical and need it. I, I can't believe they jumped the shark on that with the chaos stuff and then they don't even like uh, and then the chaos has to split time with ether. It's just so so strange to me. But anyway, Pale Fry said... The only useful thing... Go on. Yeah, he said, downloading the games would defeat the purpose of streaming the game, wouldn't it? You would would need high-end hardware to run the new next-gen games. Stream is there to help increase the hardware's lifespan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why we can't download games. That makes absolute sense. The whole reason we don't buy the games anymore is because we don't have the hardware. So, yeah. (laughs) You're right. You're totally right. Uh, Nailed it. Let's let's assume (laughs) a hypothetical world where... Like, if your PC has enough hardware, maybe then you can download the game? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, QDY, they're trying to fix it. Wow, look at that. Maybe this will be good in SEO. Um, BO1 Zombies is not working right now because something uh, ended up happening to it, and the servers might be down forever, but it doesn't seem that way because the PC devs and Activision are looking into it. So, yay! Yay, SEO! Boom! Sorry. It's incredible. It is something incredible. So it is a good pipe dream, right? It is something to be positive. Like, I, I'm with you, John, on a lot of just like, this will be super convenient. I just don't want the the convenience of not having to be always online and be at the mercy of streaming. Because the amount of times, even in my own house, I have really good internet. But if I go all the way upstairs, I'm buffering stuff. If I go, if I go a little too far, I have, I'm in my driveway. I won't get Wi-Fi, and I won't get service, like data service. The, the tower just won't hit. I go in well, my house, your driveway, it's fine. You should be outside living in the moment. You shouldn't be on your phone, Reed. <laughs> Here we go! Yeah, you, you never just try and put up some Spotify while in your car, right? Trying to get it going? Huh? No? No, Spotify, no? I have my music downloaded. Oh, here we are. Here we are with this new generation. I don't do Spotify. That, that was that's. I set myself up for failure on that. You don't one. do Spotify. How do you do music? I download them all, so I just have it on iTunes like normal. I just you, play you it. Buy your songs on iTunes. Uh, or do you pay some, for Apple Music? Some I buy some songs. You still buy music? Read Jesus very, Christ. Very little. Very little music. I do I buy? So I listen to the same. I, I have like a library of like because friends shared songs with me too. So I have like. Uh, 1200 1400 songs and i just listen to the same goddamn songs over and over again just 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 pay for apple music my dude how much does that cost that might be fun to actually just for a month or two just to try and like i forget what spotify is. what is apple music i I have a student stuff too i was paying 99 cents a month on the student thing for spotify apple music they want to charge you 15 bucks a month right oh i can try it for free i don't want to try to just discover new music because i'm pretty sick of the shit i listen to every now and then Dude, it's the future. I can't believe in 2019 you're... Yeah, but most of the time they don't have video game soundtracks. And that's like all I I fucking listen to. They do have a lot. They do have a lot. But like... I don't know. They're not going to have... uh, Hit your mark, my man. What you would do is just look and see what songs you like are in the... uh, The library in the wheelhouse of, of iTunes. And if you find that enough of what you like is on there, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah. And then I, th- I still think you, with, I, I know with Spotify, it's harder to do, but with Apple Music, you probably can still download, have a mix of both like Apple Music music and downloaded music, but I don't mm-hmm. know. That's a question for somebody who uses $5 Apple Music. $5 a month. I know Spotify is 99 cents. I still get those offers for 99 cents. And you get Hulu. Oh, wow. 
Look at look at look at this fucking marketing campaign. What, whose, whose show is this? Is it the fucking streaming service show or is it Zombros? I'm actually, being, I'm actually God, being paid by Spotify. God dang it! We're actually on Spotify. That's a great segue. This is, podcast is sponsored by not only Ironside Computers, but not iTunes or Spotify. But we're on there. Get out of here! The latest Zombros episodes. You can be in your car if you have access to data. You can hear us talking. I don't know why you'd want to, but some of you really value that. And you can get that anywhere you want. iTunes, Spotify, Zombros, look it up. Some review on iTunes was saying, yeah, it's a great show, but I wish read numbered stuff. Every thumbnail is numbered, and every episode on iTunes and, Z- and Spotify is numbered. On Especially Wait, on, on iTunes. And we're, Sp- we're, What's that? We're already giving Spotify money to have our podcast on Spotify and don't even pay for their streaming service. What the hell are you? Yeah, actually, I don't know. I, I, I use their free stuff and then I get their ads. Do you ever see the Gus Johnson video where he did an ad for Spotify where he just like throws a bunch of fucking metal in a blender? Yeah, he's like, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify you cheap fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly what I experience. Sometimes you're like, listen to this ad uh, for... Listen, watch this video for 30 minutes of ad-free listening. I watched the video and then just like, nope, nope, you're getting ads anyway, you piece of shit. <laughs> just is never good enough. Uh, that always happens to me. I haven't listened to a Spotify ad in years. Oh, man. Well, it's nice, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Not paying for shit. Anywho, uh, that hit on that topic. What were, what were some of the other topics I wanted to hit? Oh, DLC weapons. Um, so for zombies, you have to unlock the DLC weapons in multiplayer in order to gain access to them in the armory. Uh, I wasn't this a thing in BO3? Wasn't that a thing, or did they give it to us free in BO3? Whenever there was DLC weapons added, I don't remember DLC weapons being even like. Oh, you're right. They weren't updated. You're right. You're right. Like, like you're like, right. Like that was the biggest complaint. Yep. You couldn't do anything with them. Yeah. Wow. So is this an improvement or a step back? Because technically now we can, I guess, adjust our <laughs> weapons. But it's, you know, <laughs> I feel like this is one step forward, two steps back. Oh, man. I could hear Johnny. I just saw Johnny on his podium inside the social media. All the, like, the Reddit's here, Twitter's here. And he's just like, well, technically, guys, this is a step forward. And they're all just at their dining tables. You just hear all the Civil War clanking on plates as everybody just stops to stare at John. And, and she's like, what is oh. this? Is this- this is like this is like one step forward, two steps back. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, you do you do now get to customize your DLC weapons. Mm-hmm. You just gotta unlock them in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone's saying that uh, YouTube or Spotify is way better than Apple Music. I always get discouraged when I try and use. Spotify. I should try the trial. I should try a trial of both and see which one I like better. Maybe that'll even be a fun video for the patrons on my channel or something like that. I just don't. I don't get it. I I, I don't get why. I don't get Spotify, man. I just don't get it. So like whenever. You don't get it? Yeah. So what? so if you like a song, you can add it to a playlist, and then you can always come back to that playlist whenever you want, and that's what's so convenient about it. Is that the big sell? No. No, what what is it then? What is, what is the big sell? Can you search for any song? And oh, you know what it is? It's because if you don't have the ads, right, you can play any song anytime you want. Yeah, yeah that's no, it. No, that's so why I don't like. It. That's I get it now. That's why I don't it's, like it because I only use the free version. That's literally it. Because, God damn it! Like, I, it it's, <laughs> it's like an artist. An artist drops a new album. Yeah, and it's it's all there. Instantly. I can go. I can go listen. It's it's all there. I can go listen to every song on that album as much as I want in any order that I want. And then I can decide to save and download the songs that I like. And that could be whether 
whether it's the full album mm. or it's just one single. Do you do and you so get your own library that way? Because that's what I love about iTunes. Yeah, yeah, it's like no, no, no internet. I can have my own library and listen to all my songs. Oh yeah, yeah, and and it's it's not just on like it's not just you know how like on desktop Spotify I think the free you can pick the song. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that doesn't matter. Like it, it all works the same across each device, mm-hmm. and it also like picks up where you left off on one device. Mm-hmm. So like I just opened up Spotify on my computer right now. I just go to songs, and my whole library is there. Son of a bitch! Like, all right. The other like the other day, um, I randomly heard uh, "Don't Want to Fight" by Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I hadn't heard this song in a while. This song slaps. So then I went to Spotify and I downloaded it. All right. Well, um, okay, enough, then, enough, like, enough, somebody, enough. Somebody Stop, Rose. Stop. Okay. Enough, enough. You're selling me good. We'll talk more about it later. Damn. All right. Good. Good to know. Reed's coming to the, like, the right, modern I era. Song. I got that random song and it had to pay 99 cents. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. All right. I got I'm going to look into this more because I'm getting tired of the same songs. and I butchered my library by mistake recently. Oh, the blood vials are empty. Oh, God. On my screen. I have GK footage right now. They're empty, guys. What happened? Sorry. There we are. OK, cool. So uh, you yeah, free Spotify sucks. Yeah, um, it um, is horrible. Now that now you've put this in a new light for me. Now I get why I've never liked Spotify. All right. Anyway, uh, Greg made a funny comment, though, uh, and I do want to read that out. Um, what's what's Reed's private AARP? <laughs> I love you so much, Nick. Um, at least they're not restricted to maps like BO3. I don't know. I like the I, I like the sense that I could play with the marshals just on Zet. They gave Zet character and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if I'm behind that as much, but I do like the fact that we can customize. I really wish we could customize all the weapons was, we in BO3. I was never pissed off, though, that I couldn't customize those weapons because I use them so sparingly. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had to be playing the specific map and I had to I had to get it from the mystery box. Yeah. You know, so like I it, it wasn't like the weapons that I was using in every map game in and game out. Mm-hmm. So it was it was never like, yeah, this needs to be fixed immediately. Like I've, I probably crossed my mind and be like, yeah, it'd be nice. But I use them so little that I probably wouldn't have even unlocked much, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. I, I use them quite oh, a bit I, because I would seek them out purposely whenever I play those maps. Oh, no, no, but like, I, yeah, I, would, I would, I would do the same. Mm-hmm. Like when I, because, because you know, like I would, if I ever got a, 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 an exclusive gun from the mystery box, I typically hang on to it just because you know there's a novelty to it. Mm-hmm. But, but that, but you know, even if I still use them every time I got them, the frequency at which I used it wasn't the same of the well, was nowhere near the frequency of me using a wall weapon. Or even a mystery box weapon that was there every game on every map, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, something. Like, no matter how many times you opted for it and seeked it out, mm-hmm. you'd still never use it as much as you would other weapons, and you right. probably still wouldn't unlock as much. Now, has that also factored into the devaluation of box weapons? I I'm very disappointed that box weapons aren't fun to use anymore. That was like the core of World at War and BO1 was getting excellent box weapons to increase the player experience. You literally start in Black Ops 4 with one of the best weapons, which was a huge criticism of World War II zombies and even some of IW zombies with the Strife. And we can just buy the best. The Spitfire is one of the best weapons you buy off the wall. It melts bosses. It's so frustrating to me to see that the best things are on the walls and completely discourages and com- an entire mechanic of the game is now just ignored. We don't even get weapon flavor anymore. And that might even hurt replayability because you're using the best optimized weapons that are always on the walls. Uh, way and way and way and read. Black Ops 2 had the same exact problem. 
Yeah, that's why I didn't like Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 <laughs> had a huge problem with that. She had the goddamn AN94, yeah. which when Pack-A-Punch had like 600 rounds. Yeah. Yeah. The PDW, the SVU. Like, well, you know, the actually the original wall weapon, transit wall weapon sucked. And then they threw in the die rise ones, like the SVU and the mm. AN94 and the PDW, and, mm. and they were actually fucking good. Yep. Yep. So I just very rarely used the box because those weapons just annihilated. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's just yeah, it's a is, frustration. This is a this is a problem I've felt since Black Ops 2. Yep. So I'm with you there. And just a little numb. It's been getting worse and worse, especially because of the pack a punch. Nothing grinds my gears though than wall weapons. Box. Like, yeah, Mystery yeah. Box should be high risk, high reward. Throw a lot of shitty stuff in there. Like yeah. give me, give Pistols. me my China Lake. Yeah, give me my CZ. Give me my CZ dual wields, mm -hmm. and then also throw in like a then throw in like two or three really good weapons. So that way, mm -hmm. or weapons that I can only get from the box. That way, I'm inclined to use it. Fair. I like the fact that people are like I so in they said love Spotify so much they're like Reed, I will buy you premium. Guys, I I'll, I'll let me do a free trial, all right? Can we can we do a Yeah, I can't wait for the next next episode. You're going to be like, "John, change my life," right? Yeah. Uh this will be the Spotify we'll we'll start a Spotify podcast. Mhm. Mm Hey, Josh, yes, please. Hey, since I don't have a website at the moment, would you mind possibly posting my Insta? Please put it in chat, Josh. And uh, or link me it somehow. That's our 3D printer guy. Absolutely, we want to promote your shit. You send us all kinds of 3D stuff. You just don't have any like social media platforms to to promote at the moment. So yes, please. Um, yeah. All right. I have an Atlanta story. I have a really, really, really good Atlanta story that I want to tell, and that'll allow you to get topic time up. I believe as I take you through this yeah, journey. Get your, get your topic, get your topic time in. Get them in now because Reed's got about a five minute story to tell you all. Otherwise, you might get murdered. Or throw punched. So, not and so there Atlanta. No, there will be no murder. I went to visit my good friend Meredith. She was one of my college roommates. You might have seen her in streams before. She and uh, my other two roommates, Emily, Danny. They were in my draw my life. They were all very, very uh, important in my life. To I went through a really tough time, and we all they they took care of me, which is something that I can never repay. That maybe not a debt, but just how grateful I am. For their friendships so with that said uh she got a job down there and i'm like hey um actually she was more like hey when are you coming to visit me i'm like oh i, I don't do much with my life besides youtube so uh, whatever date works so i went down there and we got to see the aquarium we got to see some really cool landmarks some pretty typical stuff in uh georgia did you know georgia has arguably the largest aquarium in all the world but it's it's a definitely lar largest in the western hemisphere but in the eastern hemisphere there's one that if you have different metrics they're actually larger but by like gallons of water they're larger so it's one of those type of things i had no idea I had no idea Georgia was so big with uh, conservation and the aquarium and all that type of stuff. But that's the fun part about traveling. You you expand your horizons. You get a lot of nature in Georgia. Right, right. I was actually surprised. Dude, Georgia's gorgeous. It's like this mix between Florida and New York for me. That I'm oh, like, yeah. wow. When we're LA, I'm like, stone, desert. Georgia, I, I think Georgia would be a cool place to live. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, so... I'm not opposed to relocating the Sombros podcast to Georgia. All right, let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's subtle now. I, it's actually so the film industry is massive there, dude. Oh my god, oh, it's huge. It's, it's, I've never noticed that every Marvel movie. Ends, yeah. Uh, 
thing. It's all there. Yeah, like Tyler Georgia, Perry Georgia stuff Georgia. is there. The Walking Dead is there. Turner Classic Movies is there. Cartoon Network's there. Adult Swim is there. TBS is there. The, I, I had no idea. Like really good tax and they must. I had no idea. Uh, but yeah, it's it's incredible how big the film industry is down in Georgia. So. Uh, I was going to try and catch an Atlanta Brave game and a Philly game, but the dates weren't working out. The timing wasn't working out. So that yeah, kind of right. was they falling lost, through. They lost. they lost. Okay. Oh, the Phillies lost. Then it would have been a good game to go watch. See, yeah. see uh, Harper well, well, strike you, out. Well, they're going, they're going, they, actually, it would have been a good game because they're going back and forth for uh, National League East. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, oh, yeah. I think Phillies. I think yeah, they Phillies, are. They were a game and a half back. Now I think they're two and a half. Yeah. They, they've, been, they've been neck and neck all season. Mm-hmm uh and yes by the way the civil war stuff i saw a ton of that i actually went to one of the hills where sherman lost the battle for the north and then he ended up outflanking them and taking atlanta anyway but it's cool it's cool listening to a lot of the history and it actually inspired me to go read the declaration of independence it's not that's not what it's called though uh that south carolina did to succeed from the union so a lot of cool history stuff there too so all that's awesome but the fun story is something very spontaneous happened all right so that morning um we were talking about uh rights and i remembered a joke from one of my favorite comedians about rights and meredith goes like oh wait i think he's actually in town and i go oh really Dave Chappelle's in town. And she goes, yeah, I, I believe so. So I go, I'm like, well, let me see if I can get some tickets. And I go look and he's performing at the Tabernacle. And he only had, it's all sold out like crazy. So it's, uh, I get standing room tickets. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to go see Dave Chappelle. God damn. I absolutely love Dave Chappelle. So day goes by, we go see Dave Chappelle late at night. Uh, 1030 showing at the Tabernacle and we get there and as we're standing in line, even though we're a half an hour early, uh, we have to lock up our phones, which is really cool. I think many people are starting to, if you go out to concerts and venues, they do this sort of like, uh, you know, your clothes, they have those magnetic things they stick in your clothes like the pins. Well, they actually have like, little pouches that are magnetically sealed to put your phones in so you don't have to worry about anybody. Like Dave can test out jokes and if they're wrong and they suck and they don't land and they're offensive not everybody posts it on the internet and cancels Dave Chappelle's career. And a lot of comedians are doing that in other shows and they, and they keep it from the dumb phones being up and recording instead of living in the moment. Right? So, uh, we're in line waiting to get our phones put in and the guy goes, uh, everyone be in your seats promptly. Dave is recording tonight. And we're like, Oh, Oh shit. Is Dave Chappelle recording for TV? They said TV or a special. I'm like, Oh fuck. We might get to see a special by dave chappelle if he uses the footage obviously so we're trying not to get too excited just like whatever right if he uses the footage he uses the footage but at least we get to see some good stand-up from a legend dave chappelle and i'm like all right we get in there standing room only and uh it's all right it's a little obscured there's a lot of people in standing room only obviously because these are all the other schmucks like me that didn't know or were last minute buying the tickets to come out and see them uh, but the place there's a whole orchestra section in front of us that's not being filled in and we see this woman uh that's working on staff and she's coming around and she started she comes over and she's like where are those two pretty girls we need those two pretty girls come here come here and she takes them under from the standing room only and puts them in the seats in the orchestra and we're like oh Oh shit. Oh shit. We might have a chance to get some seats tonight. So, uh, Meredith, as always, she's like, uh, two, two. And the woman's like, I see ya, I see ya. And she, she, you know, she had a little bit of an attitude, but very much probably because everybody in your sister's like, hey, guess what? I want, I want a seat. So, understandable. So I'm like, all right, we got our attention. Let's be patient. We play the waiting game, right? And five minutes, 
before the show goes live inside the tabernacle with Dave Chappelle, right? She comes over, she looks at us both, and we hear these other guys behind us. She's like, you lost a chance. Nope, you can't come. Nope, not you. You bugged me too much. You can't have white. No logos. We're looking at each other when she says this stuff. We're like, I don't got a logo on. You don't got... Oh, right? And she comes over, she looks at us, she goes, all right. The two of you, you've been waiting long enough. And we're like, oh, shit! So she takes us out, and then she stops for a second. She's like, if you don't laugh... I'm going to kill you. I don't care if you offend you. I don't care if the jokes aren't funny. You're going to fucking laugh. And we're like, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. Just get us seats. You got it. So she walks us past the orchestra and we're like, oh, and she keeps going. And we're like, oh, she puts us in the third row and we're like, oh, shit. And as we're about to go in the third row, she goes, no, no, no. She takes us out and we're like, what? She puts us in the first row of this entire area. I'm like, we have to sign waivers that we're okay with appearing inside the specials and give all the rights and everything like that. And God damn, John, was this just like one of those moments off a whim out of nowhere. I'm just like, if she doesn't mention Dave Chappelle, if we don't go, if we don't end up saying hi at the right time and getting the woman's attention and everything, we wore the right stuff. We had logos on none of that. We are in the front row of possibly one of the tapings of a special for Dave Chappelle. The show cool. was pretty amazing. Cool. Oh, God. Thanks, John. I just, that's something so special to me because I love him so much too. He's like, this would be like the George Carlin for other people, older oh, he's, audiences. He's or, George, Jared, not, not George Carlin. But Dave Chappelle, yeah. I mean, this guy that made Chappelle's show. And the times, like, there was three or four times where he's just sitting there. The light's hitting him off the side. He just took a hit from his smoke, and the smoke's coming up, and he's just sitting there thinking. It's just like, I can sneeze on Dave Chappelle. It was like, shit! <laughs> don't say that, otherwise you might not get yeah. another front. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It, it was just one of those really cool stories that was all happenstances, like, that shit doesn't happen. Really lucky. Super grateful to that woman for putting us in the front row. I'm so happy. I, you know, my uh, my friend invited me out here, and the whole thing just worked out. A lot of good omens, good circumstances, all lined up in a way for something positive. Ah, oh, I thought that was a fun story to share, and maybe, maybe you'll see my stupid fucking face in a special of Dave Chappelle's. Maybe I'll definitely be keeping an eye out for you. <laughs> I'll send I, I you a pic. I don't mean to one up your story. No, go for but it. But I do have a very similar thing that happened to me. Well, you week. you're right because you went to the championship, right? The Paris no, women's thing or something went, else? No, it wasn't the champ. It was so it's the women's World Cup. Yes. You know, so so like you have your you have your you like last year was the World Cup in Russia. Well, this year mm-hmm. it's the World Cup, but for the women in France. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it's being hosted. So I went to Paris to see. This was like an early round game, USA versus Chile. Uh, mm-hmm. So the way the tournament works is that uh, there's 32 teams. They break up into groups of four and they play a round robin. Yeah. And the top two teams from each group move on into the actual knockout tournament. Okay. So this was the second round robin game, just to okay. give you like, the context of the game. So okay. like an important game because you want to do well in your round robin to move on. Yep. But also the U.S. women are so dominant that like like it was no question they were going to win. Okay. Okay. Um, so just context of the game. Uh, Very so, like, needed. Important game, but not like a champion. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, so I I was outside the stadium filming for my new channel and stuff. Yes. And I see a guy in an Eagles hat. And I, I I just kind of say he was wearing like an Eagles Super Bowl 51 hat. Yeah, yeah. Or was it 52? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just I just kind of shout to him and I say, hey, go birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he looks at me, he's like, oh, hey. And then so we were talking very briefly. Okay. And he's like, he's like, you know, I have a uh, I have an extra ticket. 
it's like a it's a front row or it's like yeah it's like a front row ticket um i don't want it to go to waste and uh so i'm like and you know what what, what better to give it to an eagles fan uh-huh. so then he gives me his extra like second row seat to the oh, game oh so my seat i just bought one of the cheapest tickets of course of course i was so my seat was in like mm-hmm. the was in like behind the net as high as you could be pretty much mm-hmm. um his seat though was like um on the sideline second row perfect view of like of the goal that like the player like 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 whenever the US was on attack we had a perfect view of the goal. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like just just on a whim I just see a guy in an Eagles hat and I kind of give him a shout out. Oh. And he's like I have an extra ticket, have it. I and love I that basically, shit. So like oh. the first half I sat the first half I sat in my seat because because there was a side of me that's like okay this guy's very generous and i appreciate it but i'm gonna use my ticket to enter the game just to be safe because that would be awful if i'd waited in line in that seat and they were like yeah no you, this is a fake ticket yeah 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 um so so what i did is i, I waited until halftime then i moved over into his section yeah and then i sat with him and uh I, I think it was his two daughters and a friend or something like that and i guess they had they had they, they had five seats but there were only four of them so I joined oh. them for the second half. And uh, thank so, you to Greg. Greg was yeah. his name. Incredibly kind. Uh, gave me his extra ticket just on a whim. So thank oh. you. And I had an amazing seat for the second half of the game. And I appreciate it so much. Dude. Uh, yeah, so we what both just f- Wow, at the same weekend, dude. That's fantastic. Okay, yeah. so if anything, uh, like one of the reasons I wanted to share the story is it's like I think a lot of people have that. Uh, is it trepidatious? The hesitation to go do stuff in life, right? And especially with the world so doom and gloom but and, and scary. But if, if you don't go out and live, right? If you don't take those chances, if you don't travel, if you don't just, you know, re- be nice to someone, say hi to a fellow Birds fan, you might not get to experience these incredible circumstances. I just read a book, so that it's got me in such a positive mood. And I know it's just a book, but I, I love the philosophy of this. Uh, it's called The Alchemist, and I, it's by... Let me go look it up real quick. This guy's renowned, uh, and it's a classic book, Alchemist book but it has a lot of really good stuff about philosophy uh in it and like potential what's his name oh god i'll never say that right polio i'll just type in chat no way it was published in 88 so here we go the alchemist and and they talk about uh in the book it's all about this guy's like uh personal journey and like everybody has this journey they have to go on and sometimes they they miss out right if they don't follow the signs in life to wherever they're supposed to be or where they're supposed to go whatever their personal journey is that you know means the most to them that makes them happy right and there's all these trials and tribulations you're going to go through to eventually achieve like what it is to find your treasure in life and some people even get dissuaded from that path he has an incredible way of of shaping his story so I, I recommend reading the book and it's much better than i'll ever be able to do justice or explain but i found so much positivity in that thinking of even in those negative circumstances of like state stepping back from your situation be like well now that that has happened what did this now open up for me what is it's it's just like looking at a silver lining but this has somehow been cleaner in my head by after reading that book of what have I now gained even though I've lost constantly looking around that you, you, it's still pushing me like, Oh, maybe it's actually pushing me towards where I'm supposed to go. And I think that's something we could all get with, 
I just ended up in the front row of a Dave Chappelle recording, and you ended up almost in the front row of a soccer game on a whim that you could you could have easily John been like. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get a lot of sleep. It's going to be a lot of work. It's probably not w- worth it for me to go. I- I'm just I'm just going to pass on this one, everybody, instead of s- seizing the opportunity. Not even that. Like, if I didn't get to the stadium early to film those videos. Yeah. Or if I didn't, if I'm just like, yeah, I'm not Then I'll just like, oh, nice hat, but I'm not going to say anything to him. Yes, yes. Um, All those very, things. Very just lucky, very circumstantial. That uh, stuff is great. It's All right. Awesome. Topic time. Topic time. Topic time. Okay. Uh, Dr. Monty says, which city produces the best rappers? Personally, I think London does because of people like Savo, DCD, and J1. Uh, I think that opinion is wrong. Um, I don't I don't think a particular city uh, produces the best rappers, but if there was one, it definitely wouldn't be London. It, it probably would be maybe Georgia, Chicago, or or it'd probably be maybe L.A., Atlanta, and Chicago. Those are the three I'll pick. Uh, I think London is a wrong answer, though. I do not listen to enough rap to be considered. I feel like to even have an educated opinion about this. I this week, last week when I went to Syracuse, was the first time I ever listened to the Gorillas albums. And that's how behind on music I am. And they're not even quite rap, right? Gorillaz has some rap I in them, but they're not all rap, don't right? Listen to Gorillaz, but most people don't really consider. Them don't consider them rap. Okay, not, not in the not in the mainstream sense. Sure. So I, I, I'm I'm hitting it in the sense of like that's. I mean, I feel like everyone. I've I've seen that album artwork of the Gorillaz forever, and I've heard only the laughing song once. Like, uh, not once, but that's the song I've heard out of all the music Gorillaz has ever made. So I have no idea besides, like, Chance, Eminem, B.O.B. I, I, even I, I remember, like, the other rappers I know about actually is the Black Eyed Peas before they went into, like, pop. I got nothing. Nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> basically, there isn't a wrong answer to the question except for the answer that Dr. Monty. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Although, you know, like, typically, when people talk about like cities that best cities that rappers come from, um, mm. I don't know. I feel like London isn't typically on that list. Although, oh, like New York, they're funny. saying Atlanta. They agreed with you there. Actually, donations, Sav- guys, too. Twenty One Savage is a funny addition to the London list, I guess. Though, who is Twenty One Savage? What about Savage. Lonely Island? Wait a minute, is, is an Atlanta rapper who um, one day got seized by ice because it turned out he was actually a uk citizen <laughs> oh yeah here without a visa for like um i did hear about that that was funny uh oh yeah new new york is yeah new york is an obvious addition like new york chicago atlanta um la la i feel like not so much recently atlanta has been the big the place mainly because that's just been the driving force of trap chicago's huge uh yeah but there's a lot of answers to that question all right well let's go on to the next one since i know nothing about rap uh astro delta do you think track will be ignoring the blackouts once did the gk easter egg no they're not it's no. They've, they, already they've already acknowledged, acknowledged it. it so no um but i i i, I don't think they're necessarily ignoring gk i don't know I think people get worked up over that one. Um, 
next one, uh, Plasma Bolt 64, favorite soundtrack to a zombies map. I'm between Buried and Shadows of Evil. Soundscape, say it again. Favorite soundtrack to a zombies map. Which map had a good soundtrack? Mm, I love, but the ambience, right? Like, ambient-wise, I do love the ambience of... It's a soundtrack. We're talking as a whole, right? The ambience of Shang. I think the ambience goes in hand with the soundtrack. But then you're t- that's almost like asking what's your favorite song from a map. And like, no, I need I something more, more than a song. It's more to it than just a song. Like, like think like, you know, Mob of the Dead would have different jingles and different tunes that would play at different times. In they the were map, excellent. All those places. triggers. Mob of the Dead was just like, like terrific. Mob of the, I would probably go Mob because Mob of the Dead was the first time that the soundtrack of a map really jumped out at me. Yeah, it was like a story. First. Every time you opened a room, you were getting new like audio cues, cues for everything. And then when you returned, like they did such a good job with Mob of the Dead. It was such a like perfect it, it story. Added, you know, like I think there's maps with soundtracks that I, I think go forgotten. Like I like I don't really think you know buried buried is one that does have a soundtrack that I think actually does jump out at me but shadows I think not as much for some reason uh, but mob is definitely one of those times that I definitely acknowledge like okay yeah. there's a soundtrack to this shadows it was excellent actually because of the jazzy old time feel yeah and the rounds had the little jazz notes and all that type of stuff oh that's a that's a good point yeah yeah, I did like I, yeah. that was really good in between the rounds so th- I'll give you soe definitely in that respect too mob soe Buried, I not so like buried's fine. I just I didn't resonate with I didn't it like, as much. I didn't like. I don't classify, but I I could think of it. I could I could imagine the uh, I could imagine the buried soundtrack in my head though. If like yeah, those, those yeah, single note like that. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm stuck with those like the stingers they call them the round stingers of like the da na na like the changing of. Uh, origins rounds and they just have so many versions of basically those three notes just changed for different tones is just bled into me as a human being i can't get rid of them (laughs) i'm not a i'm not a fan of the uh not a fan of the classified one though um what the stingers and the classifiers i'm saying like they used to have the jazz notes and all that they were going for that noir feel that i think ray gun project argued for me it's no but it's it's not the it's not the tone of it like what I just like it was just the same thing every round. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, it didn't have any nuance to it. Well, that's sort of like what. Well, Origins had three or four different ones, but Origins start to feel a lot of the same to me yeah. when I played through Origins. Doesn't classify just have the one? Um, uh, no, it has two or three stingers. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Then I yeah. thought it just had one. Yeah, no, it's not just one. I'm I'm certain of that because I got the round 150. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was hearing different fucking noises, and especially when the cutscene plays. It'll play different noises over the damn cutscene you just wasted 30 hours trying to get. Mm-hmm. All right, Retro Sheep 08 yeah. asks, uh, how have you both been? I can't watch the show right now, but I'll try to see it tomorrow. Has there been any Primusa slash Ultra Rare calls recently? I can't remember when the last one was. Um, or maybe I just missed them by accident. There was one, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, I missed it by accident. Yep. Uh, but Reed was kind enough to save the day. Uh, there will be one uh, probably in a week or so. Yes, uh, we will have another one. Yeah, so we'll make sure that one is announced. That'll be in the announcement tab. I mm-hmm. usually day of write it in a couple different chats and multiple times so people are aware, and it'll be mentioned on the show as well. Mm-hmm. So just just keep your ears tuned. Um, 
it'll probably the date will probably be announced this week because mm-hmm. we should get that rolling yep as per um, usual I have a whole bunch of Patreon stuff. I already redid my Patreon as well. I actually have goals and stuff on my Patreon. So you should be seeing uh, a couple of videos, some hopefully fun ads coming out this week of getting the Patreon in order to get content on a schedule. And my dog has really gotten me back in business working. Of get, As soon as she has me on a schedule, getting up at 8.30 every day, and uh, it's completely changed my work ethic. So hopefully things will be getting uh, a lot smoother on Rattles 27. I can stop bleeding content and subscribers <laughs> and you can get more entertaining stuff. Uh, Kingdom Hop says, hey. uh, did you know about the round 6,000 space on Easter egg that was found? Do you? Because I don't. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I... Give me a Some moment just to mourn this. What are you mourning? There's an Easter egg hidden at round 6,000. Oh. All right, let's go find this. Apparently, this is old. Space land. It's a space Easter helmet. It, I, I guess the zombie has a space helmet at round 6,000. Oh my god, that's the Easter egg. This is, this Two is days old, ago. Because I'm, I'm looking at this and I see, I see videos from like. 2016. Really? Well, yeah. I guess Dalek needed a vi- <laughs> needed a new topic or never heard about it. Did he? Did he get? Where is it? That's scene six. What do you got? Does everybody have helmets on? I swear I did see this guy. Let's bring this over. The, the most recent video talking about this was a Dalek video that showed up. So let's let's get this on screen so people can try and see what we're looking at here. Everyone just has helmets at round 6,000. Is that significant to a movie reference? I imagine it would be. Yeah, they all got yeah, helmets on. No, no inflatable duck. No, no inflatable duck. I guess that is a, that is the definition of an Easter egg. Just a little neat. Mm-hmm. But 6,000. Sorry, not all of them can be major quests. I don't want them to be major quests. <laughs> but 6,000 rounds is a major quest. Are you kidding me? Um, the, the number maybe is significant to something. It has know. to be for a movie reference. According to the it's Dead Round 2000 was... It's not something they ever expect to be able to do. Oh, it was supposed to be round uh, 600, but the intern added an extra zero by accident, according to IW devs. Oh. That's, that's funny. funny. Actually, I like that better now. Uh, Plazable64 says, Hey, Reed, YouTube Music will allow you to listen to tracks till your heart's content. That's I, I know do. they're too expensive, YouTube Music. You, I will you not pay for premium. Right no, I will not pay for fifteen bucks a month for uh, that. It's worth absolutely it. not. It is not worth it. It is downloading videos not. and play, downloading videos, no ads, and paying oh. and uh, playing videos um, with the in a different window is great. I would I like it. to consume less YouTube videos. I am. I feel like that's part of my lack of productivity. I log in and I'm answering comments. I'm trying to do all my YouTube stuff for the day. And then all of a sudden I have four tabs open. I'm watching all these videos and catching up these rabbit holes of interesting content. I'm just like, God damn it. I'm not making anything. I'm too busy right, watching well, about what, Pixar. Usually what I do is like now that I'm overseas, I don't have unlimited data. Yep. So before work, I typically download uh, a couple of videos from my subscription, and then I have them for the train to work. That's great. That's a that's great. great. It's great for commutes. I don't have any, so. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Not for me right now. Uh, no ads though. Like I forget that YouTube has ads when I open up YouTube. And I only get accounts. ads on the YouTube app. That's it. So. Mm-hmm. 
Shrug. We'll see. Uh, Dr. Monty says, John, fight me. Atlanta equal trash. Uh, I mean, we don't have to keep this going. <laughs> it's your rivalry with your rappers. <laughs> Anything else? Any other goodies? Did John die right at the end of the show? He might have. He, went, he must have went to go fight. Or did I die? I hope it's not me. Please don't be me. We're right at the end. Anyway, I'm hoping John died. So I'll read the Bowtie Geek. Here, Reed, put this toward your Spotify premium. Love AARP. You're the worst. You're the worst, Nick, and the uh, best. Spotify or Discord just completely crapped out. Nice. It wasn't me. I'm happy. I watch short right. seven-minute educational videos all the time now, and I feel like a nerd. I do that so much. I listen to, like, even those, like, lectures from philosophers and crap online as well, and I get caught in, like, an hour interview with somebody that is interesting to me. I'm just like, I just pissed away another hour. I'm going to freaking kill myself. I, I guilt myself, but then it's also like I'm living the life. Like, I have nothing more. You know how precious it is that I'm at a point in my life where I don't have to worry for so much and I can just consume and enjoy life? Oh, hey, there's Gaza. You could have you DM'd me or you could have emailed me, my man. Oh, I don't have my phone. You, you might have emailed me. Joshua, donate. Hey, everybody. As Reed said, I'm having his 3D printing consultant. Please check out my page at... at mm, Davinsis Workshop. On Instagram. I can't post my entire page here, unfortunately, but please, everyone, helps. I'm going to go get his link on Instagram as well before we wrap up the show. Also, it's also just at the top of the Super Chat, too. It is. So they can click on that, and I'm also going to go get the link for him, too, to help out our boy. Big facts. I, um, I got to do better with Instagram. I've been saying that forever, too. Then again, it's so superficial. And it makes everybody super sad. Do you use Instagram a lot? I bet you do. Do I? Um, yeah. Not often. Let's see if I can find him. If I search your name, am I going to find you? Is that Twitter or Instagram? Are you looking for me? No, not you. Uh, no, oh. I got him. I got him. Boom. There's our boy. There's our boy. There is his. And also mine, I should probably link to. Also mine. Mine, because mine is private. Because everybody got me wrong. Everyone thought I was Rad Austin 27. Rad Austin 27. Yeah, there's two people. Oh no, that's my hashtag. It's just the one guy with the Jim Carrey face. That's the all righty then. And he's like, if Reed wants his account, he can have it. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to pay money for it. I got an email from him. Yep. I am not the real Red Austin. If Reed wants this, message the account, Brad. Maybe I'll... Dude, why don't you just give it to me? Why don't you message me and I'll give it to you? <laughs> or you can give it to me. He tried charging me one time. That's why I was like, yo, fuck this guy. <laughs> Beat you to it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, let me mod it. Thank you guys so much. All right. Well, that's a wonderful week of Zombros Podcast. We should be back to our normal time on Sunday, uh, the 23rd, I believe it is. So that should be great. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more Zombros action. I'm Ryan Austin 27. I'm your host with the most. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm just Reed. And this has just been John. Both of us had absolutely terrific weekends by the sounds of it. I hope you guys have a terrific week into your weekend. Thank you so much for your support, and we will see you very soon in the next episode of Zombros. Till then, take care. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We will see you in the next episode.